Hello, everyone, and welcome to Episode 8 of Wonderfilled Week. I am your host, Caitlin Corey. Today's episode is coming to you on Sunday, September 1st. And since we are kicking off a new month, I wanted to take this opportunity to discuss goal setting. New month, new goals, new opportunities for growth. I know everyone is familiar with the idea of New Year's resolutions starting on January 1st. And I've even heard of people using their birthday as a personal new year and using this date as a starting point for change. But if you're anything like me, the thought of having to sustain something, whether adding a healthy habit or giving up a bad one, a year seems extremely overwhelming, and I get lost somewhere around month two. I have always liked the idea of using smaller increments of time and setting short-term goals. I often use Monday as a fresh start and hold myself accountable until only Friday. This helps with smaller goals that can be sustained for five days, like cutting sugar from my diet, for example. Or it assures I will reach a goal five times, like getting eight hours of sleep a night or hitting 10,000 steps a day, for example. These shorter challenges help me work towards my overarching goal of a healthy lifestyle, a little at a time. And these mini challenges help build my self-confidence and leave me feeling victorious every Friday. But lately, I have been toying with the idea of upping my challenge to something I see others doing, the 30-day challenge. It seems like the next logical level for me. It's longer than my current five-day quests, and it's not as daunting as the year-long commitment of a New Year's resolution. So I decided to look into it. I listened to a TED Talk about the benefits of setting a goal for a 30-day time frame and how that person became more conscious and engaged in each day instead of letting the month fly by in a blur. I also browsed the hashtag 30-day challenge, half expecting to see only perfect bodies captured in a gym selfie. But to my surprise, when I clicked on the hashtag, it yielded some 1.1 million diverse posts on the subject. People are challenging themselves in so many different areas of life and in so many creative, inspiring ways. Some people are giving up meat for a month. Others are trying to drink a gallon of water a day. Some people are trying to save X amount of dollars to work towards financial stability, while others are challenging themselves to find a way to give to others daily. Some people are decluttering their homes by getting rid of one thing a day they no longer need. I saw posts about a 30-day yoga challenge, Pilates challenge, running challenge, weight training challenge. I even saw some people challenging themselves creatively by painting or writing poetry or singing every day. I loved one post I saw that was called the 30-day self-care challenge that urges the participant to do a daily designated task for themselves every day for the month. I saw so many awesome challenges and felt so motivated by these strangers trying to better themselves one day at a time. I was thankful for the reminder that social media can sometimes be a place of inspiration when used consciously. This is a clip from the TED Talk I listened to given by computer scientist Matt Cutts in 2011 on the subject of the 30-day challenge. A few years ago, I felt like I was stuck in a rut. So I decided to follow in the footsteps of the great American philosopher, Morgan Spurlock, and try something new for 30 days. The idea is actually pretty simple. Think about something you've always wanted to add to your life and try it for the next 30 days. It turns out 30 days is just about the right amount of time to add a new habit or subtract a habit, like watching the news, from your life. There's a few things that I learned while doing these 30-day challenges. The first was, instead of the months flying by forgotten, 
the time was much more memorable. This was part of a challenge I did to take a picture every day for a month. And I remember exactly where I was and what I was doing that day. I also noticed that as I started to do more and harder 30-day challenges, my self-confidence grew. I went from desk-dwelling computer nerd to the kind of guy who bikes to work for fun. <laughs> Even last year, I ended up hiking up Mount Kilimanjaro, the highest mountain in Africa. I would never have been that adventurous before I started my 30-day challenges. I also figured out that if you really want something badly enough, you can do anything for 30 days. Have you ever wanted to write a novel? Every November, tens of thousands of people try to write their own 50,000 word novel from scratch in 30 days. It turns out all you have to do is write 1,667 words a day for a month. So I did. By the way, the secret is not to go to sleep until you've written your words for the day. You might be sleep deprived, but you'll finish your novel. Now, is my book the next great American novel? No, I wrote it in a month. It's awful. <laughs> but for the rest of my life, if I meet John Hodgman at a TED party, I don't have to say, I'm a computer scientist. No, no, if I want to, I can say, I'm a novelist. <laughs> so here's one last thing I'd like to mention. I learned that when I made small, sustainable changes, things I could keep doing, they were more likely to stick. There's nothing wrong with big, crazy challenges. In fact, they're a ton of fun, but they're less likely to stick. When I gave up sugar for 30 days, day 31 looked like this. <laughs> so here's my question to you. What are you waiting for? I guarantee you the next 30 days are going to pass whether you like it or not. So why not think about something you have always wanted to try and give it a shot for the next 30 days. Thanks. I love how Matt touched on the idea that while the adventurous challenges are amazing and exhilarating, it's the smaller, more sustainable changes that are more likely to stick. So while I think at least once in your life, every person should try a more thrilling and intense 30-day challenge just to see how far you can push yourself and succeed. I truly encourage those like me who want to make positive, lasting changes to start small and stick with it. I asked some people in my life, what's your goal for September? I purposely left the question brief and vague. I didn't tell them about the concept of this episode or specify a particular area of life. I simply asked, what's your goal this month? And what I was so amazed to see was that no two people's answers were the same, and the areas of life my friends are striving to better for themselves were so diverse. They ranged from physical goals, to mental health goals, to career goals, and beyond. Here are a few of my favorite replies. Commit to a workout schedule. Get up earlier each morning. Be more present. Work out more. Grow my brand. Pay more attention to not only my physical, but my mental health. Get a kick-ass assistant to help me build my business. Be more confident, be more positive, go to bed earlier. Start fresh, clean eating and long walks. And my personal favorite, say no to the things that bring stress. My friends took a deep look inward and replied with what area of life they wanted to improve. 
and so I want to do the same. I want to extend my usual five-day challenge to a 30-day one. I want to stick with something and see how far I can make it, even if it isn't the full 30. How far past the five days can I go? And I urge you to do the same. Make this month count. The 30 days are going to come and go either way. Why not be present in each day and make each one more memorable? When we are actively engaged in a challenge, our actions become more intentional. I know for myself, when I have a goal in mind, by working towards that goal, other positive things come as a result. For instance, if my goal is to drink a gallon of water a day, there leaves little other time for less beneficial beverages like the dreaded diet soda I crave every night around 6 p.m. If I set out to get eight hours of sleep a night, I become more choosy about how I want to spend my night. Instead of mindlessly watching TV and scrolling social media, I make it a point to set myself a time limit. Yes, that means an adult bedtime. And I'll be more conscious of how I want to spend my post-work, pre-bed hours. This usually results in a more meaningful, more present, shared experience with family or friends, and less time wasted. If my goal is to swap out 30 minutes of screen time for a workout, I usually then end up eating something healthy to not undo the workout I just did. My point is, one good thing usually leads to another, and we all deserve more good things in our lives. So I'm starting out small. My goal for this 30-day challenge is to write in my gratitude journal every day this month. I started it on January 1st as a New Year's resolution, and in true Caitlin fashion, I got overwhelmed with it after a while and quit on day 74 of 365. But 30 days doesn't seem so scary. It's totally doable, and I'll be so glad I did it. I can do this, and you can do it too. Take some time to reflect on what area of life can use improvement and set a goal to make it happen. Challenge yourself, hold yourself accountable, and push, push, push until September 30th. Next month, I'll push myself again. Perhaps I'm going to follow through with the no complaining challenge I've been wanting to try. I want to see if I notice any differences in life when I prohibit myself from complaining and instead change the narrative of any given situation. Maybe we can all try that one together next month once we're 30-day challenge pros. To kick off the month of gratitude right, I want to first thank you all for listening and supporting the podcast. It truly means the world to me to be able to connect with so many beautiful souls. Secondly, I'd like to thank my cousin Patrick for sharing his beautiful original song with me that he has given me permission to share on this episode. I think you're all really going to like it, and I'm going to link it in the bio so you can listen to it on Spotify. And lastly, I wanted to share some of my favorite people saying what they're grateful for today. I hope their pure words will help inspire you to adopt an attitude of gratitude. P.S. Happy birthday, Dad. What I'm grateful for today are many things, but the first thing that comes to mind is my children and my grandchildren because they bring me so much joy and happiness. I can honestly say that was a very easy question to answer. I pray for them every night to be happy and healthy and live in their best life. So I can honestly say, I am wonder-filled. Today, I'm grateful for my health, which enables me to chase down that best version of myself. Today, I am grateful for my health, first and foremost. Without my health, I wouldn't be able to do the things that I do and enjoy the people that I have in my life. Today, I woke up grateful for a supportive family who has my back every step of the way. 
I have so many things to be grateful for in my life. Specifically today, I am very grateful for my good friend Jana taking me to the Zac Brown Dancer concert tonight and my friend Jordan who is letting me borrow an outfit. I am most grateful for my family and that they've supported me through, honestly, every change, adversity, um, honestly, struggle that I've had in my life, as well as my friends that are my chosen family. Those are really the things that I am most grateful for on top of getting to truly enjoy what I do every day and get to live in beautiful New York City. I feel blessed, even though you know there are things that are obviously not perfect in life. Um, I'm really grateful for the things that you know make me feel happy and loved every single day. That I love you to the grave, or give you your space, yeah. You keep on throwing shade, feel some type of way, yeah. I hope that you never take them vibes away. I hope that you never take them vibes away. Said I love you to the grave, or give you your space, yeah. You keep on throwing shade, feel some type of way, yeah. I hope that you never take them vibes away. I hope that you never take them vibes away. I know that dudes get around you, they don't know nothing about you. I get the feeling is brand new, like I just found out about you. They gonna see the sound. Wait, how did it do? Huh? I got a feeling, call it a vibe, whatever you want, this shit's intuition. I praise you daily, this shit is so wavy, you my new religion. And I'm baptized for the bad vibes, got a new lease, fuck the post sign when you dare slide, get your own ride. Man, this shit's so crazy. So please don't you blame me If I want you through the night and day But I just hope you never take them vibes away That I love you yeah. to the grave or give you your space, yeah You keep on throwing shade, feel some type of way, yeah. I hope that you never take them vibes away